everybody. We are here. We are at the Microeffect Broadcasting Network. We can access the show by typing in www.themicroeffect.com. Then click on the appropriate links, the chat room links. Come on in, make friends, get acquainted, solve some issues, save this planet. We live here after all. <laughs> you can access me by going to my website at augmentedforce.com. Or you can go to buybybluesky.com or brian396.com or gagcad.com or throughout the internet. I'm sure you'll find me somewhere around floating around talking about health and crazy things like chemtrails and nano poisoning and God knows what else. <laughs> anyway, I want to talk about several different things. Um, I get a lot of calls from people saying, gone to the doctor. And they run these tests. And I got XYZ. I got Lyme. I got the hoo boo 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 disease. I got whatever. And I tried to explain to them that you don't have Lyme. Nine out of ten people that contact me don't have Lyme. And you went and got all the tests done. You went and got all the medical done. And this is what astounds me more than anything else a lot of times. The medical field doesn't, is not efficient or an effective means of discovering what you really have. They haven't been that way for about 30 years. In fact, I've had nurses to contact me, three, one week three different nurses contact me from three different states and tell me that these tests, most of them were bogus. They were just there to pacify the individual so the doctor can prescribe some kind of placebo or some kind of BS so that you would feel good or feel like something was done. And I explained to them that they have what's known as a nano robot or nano mimetic or a biomimetic. And what this is essentially is, is something that can copy replicate or look like or synthesize something else. So a lot of these diseases that we've had today, including a lot of these STDs that are out there today, aren't even diseases. They're, they're operating systems or programs that have been embedded into the DNA of people. And some of you are like, what the heck are you talking about? I've had syphilis for 99 years. I've had herpes for 90,000 years. I've had, you know, Giarda, I've had all these things. And when you look at all these conditions people have, all these these so-called diseases, okay? And the word should be disease, not disease. Disease. For clarification. If you have a viral infection, a bacterial infection, some kind of fungal infection, it doesn't turn on and off at specific times of the month or specific times of the day. When you get infected with any kind of pathological infection, it's constantly breaking you down. It's constantly trying to take over your DNA. It's constantly trying to cause you to be eradicated or removed from life. That's what it does. <clears throat> so when a condition gets to a point and it just stays stable and every 30 days you have some kind of outbreak, 
in your genital area or you have some kind of outbreak in your skin or you're having some kind of headache or some kind of respiratory uh, systemic attack or you're having some kind of digestive disorder or some kind of malfunction in your disorientation or something along that line. A lot of times these are not diseases made or created through natural means. Most of the time they are been fabricated and they're called biomimetics or bio nanobots. And I will, I'm going to read a little bit about that today so you have an idea. So, and I'll explain something else. A lot of you will go to a doctor, get the prescription medicine, get the antibiotic, get some kind of shot or prescription or whatever they give you, creams, gels, salves, and you use the stuff and it does diddly squat. Nothing. Then you go see a guy, an alternative guy, and he's and he's and say he's reputable, whoever he may be or she may be. You know, there's a lot of good women out there that also know what they're doing. A lot of good guys out there that know what they're doing. And they give you a remedy and it doesn't work. And they try several different remedies and it doesn't work. Then you know and should be registering in your head what you've got is not a normal natural biological agent attacking the body. You've got something else. You're dealing with something on a synthetic level. And these synthetics that have been put out there have been going on for quite some time. And there are two types of species on this planet. You know, two types. Predatorial and sheep. That's all we have here. We have the predators and we have the sheep. The sheep are your people that are ignorant, living in bliss, have no clue what's going on, go about their business every day, go to work, come home, kiss the dog, slap the wife, you know, have a dinner, go to bed, do it all over again. These are your programmed living drones, people drones, you know, um, men and women who are on a program just to get through life, pay a mortgage, make a bank wealthy, Keep those empowered, empowered so they can continue wiping out the rest of mankind. Those are the sheep. The predators are those who are in charge. Who are in charge of the military industrial complex. Who are in charge of the financial institutions. Who are in charge of your insurance companies and government agencies. Who are in charge of op the operating systems on that whereby you live in. The predators are the ones who are setting up the towers to hit you with frequencies. The predators are the ones that are creating genetically engineered foods and particles and nano-engineered foods and now CRISPR. Those are the predators. The predators are the ones that are causing the people in the planet to become ill, compromised, dysfunctional. The predators of this planet are the ones who are not looking for the well-being of mankind. They're not even looking at the well-being of the planet. They're just predators. All they know how to do is hunt prey. And, and then eventually consume the prey after they've played with it. When we're looking at, when we look at life from that factor, 
then a lot of things make sense. Why in the world would they chemtrail the sky knowing damn well that the planet would suffer immeasurably as a result of the chemicals that are releasing from the atmosphere? Why would they genetically engineer the Earth itself, altering the genome of the bacteria on the planet, altering the, the, the whole biology of the planet, introducing programming into the biology of the planet, knowing damn well it is going to eventually ca get caught up with the planet and cause mayhem in the planets and how the planet functions? Why would they put, you know, um, give the general population dirty electricity knowing damn well that by running this through your homes and becoming dependent on it it would eventually cause genetic breakdown on the cellular level why would they give you prescription drugs that have over 30 side effects that can ex expedite you into a box why would they create chemicals that would cause cancerous growth and genetic mutations in your body to break down exponentially these are predators. That's what you're dealing with. There is no nice thing to say here. These guys, are, these people, I shouldn't say guys, these things, I shouldn't call them people either, these things are predatorial. They hide and they camouflage and they blend in with the general population. They learn to be like everybody else. They, they go along to understand how to manipulate a general population to even stir them to war which by the way we're heading for um, again why would you use the term man in that context Starfire these are not men men who are created in the image of God do not hunt other men men who are created in the image of God help men to achieve more, better things. These are not men. That is a terminology that's been thrown out there to program you to think that it's our fault. We are not, these are not men, these are predators. Predators hunt the weak. Predators take advantage of the weak. Predators turn people into a compromised position so they're easily gathered and consumed. These are not men. These are not people. These are something entirely different. When you look at what's going on and you start thinking in terms of predator and prey and start thinking in those terms, you may start seeing things a lot more clear. Why would a doctor why would a doctor prescribe a drug or prescription knowing bloody well it's going to cause genetic damage or cause major breakdown in your system? That's a predator. Why would your teachers in your educational system start teaching your children things that are anti-life? Uh, Pro-programming, pro-assimilation, Surrendering of rights, surrendering of choices, surrendering of freedoms. These are predators. Predators are programming your bloodlines. Predators are programming your children so that when they grow up, they will be more easy, easily manageable for consumption, for destruction, for experimentation, for exploitation. 
What did they tell us as we were growing up? Those of us from the 50s generation, they hit us with this whole patriotic nonsense. It's, you know, this is you're serving your country. Don't ask what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. This is all about servitude and entrapment. And when they said that they were going to do experiments on the general population, it was because it was for the good of the country to uphold democratic principles and policies to help those who oppressed in the world to be free. That was the nonsense and the rhetoric uh, that they propagated. Those were predators. Okay. When we talk about institutions like the Vatican, monarchies, the systemic systematic systems we have with presidents and prime ministers. These are all been set up to be predatorial. Collecting taxes from the general population is predatorial. They are, again, taking away from you through you surrendering because you're basically in compliance with the program. They're predating on your funds. They're predating on your life force. They're taking away from you what is yours. These are predators. And we have to start thinking in those terms. The whole planet has been set in such a way that if you're weak, you'll be consumed. If you're weak, you'll be exploited. If you're weak, you'll be experimented on. If you're weak, they will take full advantage of you. And once they keep got you in the state or they've corralled you in an area where you're weak and compromised and you can to get out, uh, to get out of the situation requires a certain activity. The access to the activity will be restricted. They have now cornered you in a pen and now you're ready for, they are ready to hunt and feed on you. That's how it is. That's the way it is. And that's how you got to start thinking. We are dealing with predators today. Predators in positions, predators that are in camouflage. They could be, they could be in your religious institutions, which I mean, you see this all the time. You know, the Catholic Church has loaded, has has set their predators uh, among Christians, among Jews, or Jew people of the Judaic faith. They set them among the Islamic faith. They set them among the Hindu faith. They set them among the uh, Buddhist faith. There's a, if there's a belief system out there, you can bet your backside that they have set their predators in, in camouflage in those institutions. In fact, we may have political leaders who are part of that system and they are causing your, everybody's system to collapse from within through subjugation and through um, uh, deception. We look at our countries, we look at our respective countries and we see what's going on and we think, holy jumping, why is this happening? Why is nanobiology being implemented? Why are mimetics being released in the general population? Who's to gain by people dying? Who's to gain by people being experimented on? Who's to gain by this technology being released in the general population in the first place? Who's getting what out of this? What are they getting out of this? Okay, think of what I'm saying here. Okay, when we're talking about being diagnostically tested by the medical institution and they are telling you that you got XYZ issue and you take their suggestions and use their pharmacopoeia or their sorcery 
Okay, let's call it what it is. It's called sorcery in the old text. Mm. And you apply that sorcery to your body. In essence, you could say that you're basically swallowing something satanic, which is going to have a satanic influence on you. Doesn't seem to work. It seems to make you sicker. It seems to break you down faster. Doesn't that sound like something that could be satanic? Just a thought. Now, when you take the things that make you whole, that come from creation itself, from God's creation, and all of a sudden you're starting to see yourself recover, revive, get stronger, uh, overcome. That is something that has a godly influence. That is something that by design God has put here so that you could use to strengthen your body. See the difference? One heals, one breaks down. One sets you free, one corrals you. So that the predators can keep on feeding on you. So, when we're thinking in terms today of what's going on, let's, you know, let's really take a hard look at what's going on. Uh, somebody sent me this today. I'm going to put it in the chat room. Um, it's called the Department of Defense. It's an old, uh, old article. I think I've seen this before, but some of you may not have seen this. But this goes to show you who's a predator here. Uh, let me put this in the room. It's a DARPA... It's a DARPA um, document. It's in the chat room. Okay, hold on. It's called Department of Defense Fiscal Year 2011 President's Budget. Okay, Defense Advanced Research Projects Agencies from DARPA. And they give you a whole list of things that they're they're Looking, this is again 2011. This has changed. They got another one out for 2025. And when you look at 2025's version of this, holy jumping, it's all, it's all technology, DNA, genetics. And it's, and it's not, the intent is not designed in any way, shape, or form to be of any benefit whatsoever, benefit whatsoever for anybody. <clears throat> so, uh, these are some of the things that you can look at. These are some of the things that uh, may appear to have some kind of maybe relevance oh maybe this is a good thing maybe blah 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 but when you actually look at it and start understanding what's going on you may begin to realize that there's more to more that's what's going on meets the eye and we have to start thinking again you know uh, being offensive you have to start being offensive you have to start being defiant um so when we're looking at some of the stuff that uh we're dealing with today. I'm going to get into the whole mimetic thing in the second half for sure. When I'm trying to give you a heads up here, I'm trying to give you a real heads up here. If you're taking stuff, I don't care what from what version of it it is. Mm. Uh, when you're taking stuff today, you have to include and you have to incorporate and you have to start thinking. The incorporation of nano infection, nano corruption, uh, genetic damage, mitochondrial damage. This is all going to be tied together. So if you think you're treating a virus in the body and it's not getting better, that's because something else is going on. If you're treating a bacterial infection and it's not getting better, something else may be going on. 
Something may actually be inside your system that may start to affect, impact, or alter your genetic code. So your genetic code now is working against you. Okay, These are things that you may have to consider <clears throat> what's happening, what's going on. So like I said, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. If for whatever reason you're using stuff and it just doesn't seem to be working at all, there's no impact, nothing happening, and it's coming from your medical people especially, you might want to quit using the medications. They're not doing anything anyway, and for all you know, <clears throat> they, might, they may be causing a side effect or damage to the body. Remember, we are dealing with a predator situation, predator pre um, uh, prey situation we have a hunted and the hunter and this has been going on for a long time it took me a while to get my head around that too i was thinking why would, why in the world would that have been created in this situation but i realized that the reason why it was created in the situation is because if there was no prey or no hunter the prey wouldn't do anything they, they wouldn't move they would be content to go and eat whatever grasses and do whatever and you have that even in nature. In, in God's creation, you have bacteria and viruses that have a predator-prey relationship. Viruses attack bacteria. Bacteria develop a, a uh, defense mechanism, which then attacks the virus. The virus comes up with a new, new mechanism, which goes back and attacks the bacteria. And this perpetuates growth on both ends. And in the end, hopefully, there's some kind of change where this becomes they reach their their evolution uh, their full full development of evolution so these things do happen these do, do are meant to happen i think to some level but when you're becoming so oppressed by the predator that's not the intent at all and if you're seeing that happening the only way out of that situation is by forming a more perfect union with uh, other um other uh, people who are also suffering. When the one thing I'll tell you about growing up in a ghetto, there are no illusions in a ghetto, none. There's no illusions. Everybody uses the terminology the same. Everybody uses the N word. Everybody uses whatever word that's there. Nobody uses that word in regard to um, slavery. I mean, not slavery, as far as race. Everybody regard, uses that word in reference to slavery because everybody recognizes in a ghetto, you are a slave. And you are, you are being preyed upon by predators who have, who have the ability to keep you trapped in that. And the only way out of a situation like that is when people get together, share their resources, and bust out. That's how you get out of it. That's the only way to get out of it. In a situation that we're in today, in the, in the ever-presence of nanobiology, nanotechnology, uh, biomimetics, bio bio-nanobots, we are being assaulted on levels beyond the norm. We're being hit with frequencies beyond the norm that activate this technology, that activate this biology. And the only really way around this to get out of this is to work together to form a more perfect union in the sense of looking at resources, research, coming up with ideas, expanding on those ideas, integrating those ideas, and coming up with an offense to block what's going on. 
and then to help each each person recover. That's the only way out of this. Only way. If you think you can go alone at this, you have an insurmountable amount of odds that you will not be able to beat. Sooner or later, one thing or another will take you out. That's the way it goes. The more integrated you are with people who are like-minded, okay, and the more you guys, everybody cooperates and works together. You don't have to have any kind of formal leadership. That's not required. What's required is everybody puts together their ideas, develops the ideas, see what you get, see what you develop, and then come up with a better solution and then share those solutions with everybody. That's how you stop a predator from preying. If the prey gets together, they can literally throw off a predator. You see this all the time, even in creation. When sometimes you see a ram having to deal with a cougar, sometimes the ram wins. He gets in a position and sometimes they, he can win. I've seen water buffalo take out lions in, in, on the video. You know, on YouTube, I've seen other animals that get together that are that where a predator comes in and they basically take the prey away from them. You know, so it can be done. It can be done. It just takes cooperation and a purpose and a dedication and a discipline to get it done. That's all it takes. That's really all it takes. You know, so when we're talking in regard to how to overcome these things. First, you gotta understand the nature of these things. And first, you gotta understand the nature of what's going on with your diagnosis, with diagnosis by these doctors. If you're seeing things that they're showing you, they say, oh, it looks like this, it looks like that. Then the next step you might want to do is, okay, if I'm taking these things and it's not working, then what I've got, it may look like, may look like, may appear, may be similar to, something else that's how you have to start assessing start thinking you know how many of you have been on drugs for 25 years how many of you have been on drugs for 30 years you know you've been taking medications all your life and you're not any better what's wrong with that thinking <laughs> seriously what is wrong with that thinking if I'm going to go to somebody that can offer a solution and gives me a solution and it works, I am coming back. If I'm taking something that's not doing any good, I'm going to drop it. Find something that does. That's the way it should be. You know, that's the way it should be. So, again, I'm, I'm making a point loud and clear about predator and prey and about mimetics and nanorobots and again a, another means to subject you into a, into surrender uh, like I said we're probably breaking for commercial soon so as soon as we do that we'll come back and we'll get into the mimetic thing more but again in the meantime think in terms of where you're at right now okay here we go there's a commercial all right we'll see you in a bit talk back about the mimetics see ya
Hey, we are back again on the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. Again, the show is The Remedy, and I'm your host, Tony Penn Teleresco. Uh, when you guys get a chance, you can, find, you can find it online. I was trying to find the link that I found it on. But some of you might remember the time machine dated back in the 1960s. And then they did a revamp in the, uh, in the year 2002. If you haven't seen it, go watch both of them, both versions. And look at it today with the eyes of understanding that we have today what's going on with everything. And when you see what's going on in those movies, I mean, we're talking H.G. Wells back in 1962 and the concept of time travel. That's what the Philadelphia Experiment was all about. And again, they were masking this through the television as a series, right? But what was interesting about this, and I'll tell you some of the events I saw, so when you watch it, you may look for these things and see what's going on. But one thing I did find uh, about this, and the, there was a scenario in the first one where they blew these sirens. And when they blew these sirens, the people went completely blank and started walking into this chamber. This cave opened up. They walked in. Willingly, they walked in. Under the influence of that siren or frequency. See, when you hear these things, you got to th think in terms of frequency. The frequency went on, and the programming kicked in, and they willingly walked into the predator's cave, where they were consumed or used for reproductive purposes. Okay, cannibalism. In the new one, <laughs> in the new one, a similar perspective happened, but instead of Instead of using a siren, it was a sound. And again, the sound was the key here. Frequency activated a program that had been genetically put in place through technology, nanobiology, nanobots, biomimetics, biobots. When we and I talk about this all the time. When we were listening to the music in the 60s, a little bubblegum rock and roll, it was all about sex and drugs and all these things. But they were telling us all kinds of crap that they were doing back then, but we were just singing along because this was so cool. It was so hip. It was so bad that we got involved singing these songs. But when you start looking at the lyrics of the song, they were nothing but programs. They were hitting us with frequencies through the music, and then they are embedding those programs into our head so that we would be conditioned to follow the signal when it went on how many times have you seen people I mean you see this on the commercial I don't know if it's real or not but I mean I do see this sometimes in the store uh, a piece of music will go on and people will just start dancing they'll just start wiggling their backside and shaking their booty and shaking their legs and wiggling their arms I think what is wrong with these people you know music comes on they just all of a sudden you know they're in this they're just in that dance frame you know they're, they're break dancing in the store that's programming that's frequency how many times have you seen that Walmart, you know, with the strange people at Walmart, and they walk, and they got some of the most, I mean, these are some of the most bizarre people you ever walk. That is programming. Tony, can I consider Lugo's iodine covering potassium levels? No, not really. Um, 
it's it, the potassium is used to make the iodine more soluble. So if there is any potassium in it, it's very, it'll be very nominal. So you might have to still supplement with potassium. Uh, what's the other one? I saw another question here. Where is it? Um, Tony, Tony Lugo's recipe and iodine crystals recipe from YouTube is still the same. Yep, no difference. That's how you make it. You, I mean, you can alter it a little bit. You can either you can reduce the water uh, by half to double the potency, or you can uh, reduce both the amount and the water to get the same ratio. Um, let's get into the mimetic, shall we? So we can understand how you're being preyed upon. <laughs> and I don't mean down on your knees and talking to God. I'm talking about being preyed upon, assaulted, hunted, exploited, experimented, and consumed. Bio-nanorobotics, a field inspired by nature. A nanorobot is essentially a controllable machine at the nanometer or molecular scale that is composed of nanoscale components and algorithmically responds to input forces and information. Oh, input forces and information. Care to think about your cell phone as an input force? How about your television? How about your iPad? How about those towers above us? It explains the mimetics at two levels when nanoscale is considered. One is the machine nanomimetics. Principle meaning the creation of nanomachine components inspired by the equivalent, equivalent machine com components at the macro scale, and the other is a bio nanomimetic principles where biological entities such as proteins and DNA are used to create the nanomachine components. Bio nanomimetics principles where biological entities, biological entities, biological entities such as proteins and DNA are used to create the nanomachine components. Nano machine components. I'm repeating this because I really want you to get this. Because those of you who've got Lyme and have been being treated for Lyme for the last 25, 30, 40 years have not seen any effect. Maybe because you don't have Lyme. Okay. Uh, one is the machine nanomimetics principle, meaning the creation of nanomachine component inspired by the equivalent machine components of the macro scale. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, and the other is the bio nanomimetics principle, where biological entities such as proteins and DNA are used to create nanomachine components. That was the comment. And then there's an illustration I've got here where it shows you the difference. One looks like a machine. And what looks like a cluster of, excuse me, of DNA. Now, what happens when you create a integration of nano and DNA? Ooh, we got a program DNA. Isn't that what they did to the genetically modified or genetically engineered foods? When they started putting these pods into the seeds that had a program sequence into them so that when the proteins and the enzymes activated, it connected to the DNA and altered the gene of the plant to create an anomaly. Ooh. Okay, there's a term in nanotechnology where they use the term lattice. A lattice is like, it's called, a, um, it's basically a what would you call a prefab? Would you consider it to be a prefab or a a 
a design, a blueprint, where origami will build a platform on that blueprint, just like an electric board on a, on a radio or a television, you know, these electronic boards. But these boards have been there already implemented into the network and the series, so that all you have to do is connect the resistors or the wiring or whatever you have to do to create that circuit so that it will operate according to whatever you want it to do. Well, in nanobiology or nanobiotech, the same thing is, goes on. A lattice is formed using your protein, which will be a translucent material if you pull it out of the body. In that translucence, they will create a, a foundation or a, or a blueprint where origami will start to assemble based on that blueprint. When the origami assembles on that blueprint, it then will start attracting nanobots, quantum dots, and start assembling fullerenes using all the nanoparticles that your body has absorbed over the decades. So when you're looking at um, how it's done, this is, this is one of the things that you'll see. This is a lattice, the preform of the origami. The, to overlay, to build a circuit board for assembly and a fullerene network to allow quantum dots, bots, and other carbon nano to move through it in the network. It uses it as a conduit so that it can continue assembling and building in your system. Um, the field of nanorobotic studies, design, manufacturing, programming, and control of the nanoscale bots. This review chapter focuses on the state of the brief, brief sum of the essential properties and dynamical laws, which makes this field more challenging and unique than its macro scale counterpart. The chapters are re, uh, only reviewing, you know, this is basically what one guy was commenting. Nanorobots would constitute any active structure. Nanorobots would constitute any nano or any active structure nanoscale capable of actuating, actuation, sensing, signaling, information processing, intelligence, and swarm behavior at nanoscale. Hey, doesn't this sound interesting? A program parameter that can do all this inside as its construct. Let me read, read this again. Nanorobots would constitute any active structure. Nanoscale capable of actuation, sensing, signaling, information processing, intelligence, and swarm behavior on a nanoscale. You still think you've got line. Uh, complex nano devices can be devised and designed through biomimetics, bio nanorobotics, namely biomolecular robot robotics, represent a specific class of nanorobots where proteins and DNA could act as motors, mechanical joints, transmission elements, or sensors. If all these different components were assembled together, they can form bio nanorobots with multiple, multi degree of freedom able to apply force and manipulate objects in the nanoscale world. Okay, there are many differences between macro and nanoscale robots. However, they occur mainly in the basic laws and govern their, the main difference is the basic laws that govern their dynamics. Macroscale robots are essentially in the Newtonian mechanics domain, whereas the laws governing nanorobots are in the molecular quantum mechanics domain. If you want to understand this, you're gonna to have to start learning quantum because they do not apply to this, the same laws of physics that other things do. Further uncertainty plays a crucial role in nanorobotic systems. The fundamental barrier for dealing with uncertainty at the nanoscale is imposed by the quantum 
and statistical mechanics and thermal excitations because again a nanoparticle can transfer heat up to 10,000 times its size. Swarm intelligence, decentralization and distributive intelligence. This is what some of the things that these uh, the nano mimetics can do. Self-assembly and replication, assemblage and nanoscale and nano maintenance, nano information processing, programmability for programming and controlling nano robots, autonomous nano robots, autonomous. In other words, they're self self-functioning, self-programming. Nano to macro world interface architecture and architecture enab enabling uh, instant access to the nano robots and its control and maintenance. Uh, comet mechanization of cognition, the state of art in creating animal cognition in machines. This is what they've done. They created animal cognition in machines. They can function like animals. This is what we're dealing with today. This is the, the crux of a lot of our health issues today. And until everybody starts understanding how this is assembling and causing the DNA alterations in the body, majority of the things that you will buy in the health food industry or from some of the goofy gurus out there will not work. They will just not work. <clears throat> Natural occurring supramolecular objects such as protein, micelles, and viruses exhibit sophisticated morphological shapes or surface motors that conventional Synthetic and fabrication techniques cannot replicate. Okay, now that's what they say uh, conventional. Now again, nano technology is not conventional. These structures owe their interesting shapes and shape related properties to spheres, cylinders, uh, vesicles, and torrids. We have created master templates of these motives by dispersing micellar solution of PSB P1 copolymer of uh, and heptane onto mica substrates a variety of master structures including a 50 nanometer spheres largely to non-convalent chemical inter interactions that can produce unique evolutionary design and shapes with nanometer position in other words they've added a component to the to the biologics so that it can take a copy of whatever's going on and then now it can assemble it in a in a synthetic Go look up XNA, xenic nucleic acids. And you'll understand how this can be done just using XNA. These self-assembly driven approaches can be tremendously successful in controlling nanoscale shape in organic and inorganic materials. These self-assembly driven approaches can tremendously successfully in controlling nanoscale shape in organic and inorganic materials but the chemical structure of each component must be carefully designed precisely synthesized to ensure that the desired morphology is obtained that is why the rife machines and the spooky machines will not work they are they are they have such a high consolidation of these particulars that are uh, massed together and are operating at different operating frequencies there's no way these devices today can even come close to these things bio nanorobotics one second uh, of nature's mechanism while the dna based molecular machines use the basic properties of dna to design various synthetic mechanisms which might not be present in nature in other words they can be manufactured in the lab using dna Nature deploys proteins to perform various cellular tasks from moving uh, cargo to catalyzing reactions while it has kept DNA as an inform information carrier. 
It is hence understandable that most of the natural machinery is built from proteins with the powerful crystal, crystallographic techniques available in the modern world. The protein structures are clearer than ever. The ever-increasing computing power makes it possible to dynamically model protein folding processes and predict the conformations, conformations, sorry, the conformations and structure of lesser known proteins. This helps unravel the mysteries associated in molecular machinery and paves the way for the production and application of these miniature machines in various fields, including medicine. Again, that's a lot of nonsense, including when they talk in various fields, let's talk warfare, military. <laughs> and guess what? You're the target. You're it, baby. You're the target. Um, and how it can be done, basically, they're using an elastomer or, or a, a material called photocurable perfluoropolyether uh, to replicate naturally occurring objects. In other words, when it puts a coating on, it takes a picture, reads what's there, and then they can replicate it. So, this is how things happen. Now, when you're eating all those grains, all those breads, all those pastas, all those rice, all that corn, all that cereal, these are carbon particles, nanocarbon uh, particles, which can be easily utilized to transmit frequencies, to create whatever assembly that's required to integrate with other, other nanoparticles to form this kind of technology. In this work, we report a nanofabrication method that is able to reproduce shapes normally associated with self-assembling, self-assembly, self-assembly, using robust nanoscale replication methods, thereby combining the morphological sophistication of the natural world with scalable processing technologies associated with lithography. In other words, they're using a 3D printer to make these things, and they're using, they're copying the DNA that was created that's what they're doing. So when you say to me sometimes, when you contact me, and I'm pointing out to you that not everything that you're dealing with today is what is being told to you, that's why. They've introduced this anomaly to us a long time ago. The predators put this into the general population without any care to the prey. They didn't care. They still don't. You are nothing more than prey to them. That's it. To be used in any way, shape, or form they see fit. To be exploited, to be consumed, to be experimented on. The term, another term for that is goyim. <laughs> goyim. Okay. Go look it up if you don't know what it means. It's the exact description of what I've just said. A prey that has absolutely no rights, can be utilized in any way, shape, or form, can be consumed, exploited, ex uh, experimented. You're nothing more than an expendable. And when you finally wake up to that reality, that's when you will form the associations and the networks that's required to come up with an idea to counter these assaults. Until then, you'll continue sitting, most, the ones who are awake are already doing something, but the rest who are still sitting there in front of that idiot box, getting hit with blue beam technology to keep you in a state of programming, 
Those of you who are listening to the music today that is being hit again with Blue Bean programming through AM or FM, again, being programmed to follow whatever is being stated and, and uh, integrated into these frequencies or, you know, using your cell phone to play games and do uh, selfies or whatever, you are continually being part of the problem. And you are continually being used by the system and they are further experimenting and exploiting you without your awareness to what's going on. That's the reality. So when you hear uh, activists talking about certain things and you say, that guy is crazy. Maybe they're not the crazy ones. Maybe you are. Okay? And maybe, just perhaps, they might be onto something that you may need to wake up on. I mean, how would you like to be served? Well done, broiled, baked, or fried. <laughs> would you like a stuffed apple in your mouth while they consume you? Would you like to just be on the, on the operating board when they inject things into you? How would you like to be experimented on with frequencies pumping into your brain morning, noon, and night? How, do you, how would you like watching your favorite television show knowing that they are beaming a blue beam, blue ray, a blue ray, a blue ray. Can you imagine that? A blue ray is what again? A beam of light. A concentrated beam of light. And you're getting hit with a blue ray video. Whoa. What's that doing to you? What is that doing to your brain? Is it shutting you off? Is it turning on the frequency so that you can deactivate your brain and walk into the den of the predator? Is that what it's doing? Could it be doing that? Could those nano mimetics inside your body be becoming more active, assembling more, growing more, and then breaking you down at the core? Could this be what's really going on? Could your systemic systems that you're having, the multiple problems you're having as a result of everything breaking down at one time, could this be being turned on by a frequency? Could this, being be, this assembling process being activated morning, noon, and night through Blu-ray technology, through sound or light? Questions that you might want to take a look at. Questions you might want to ask in the bigger scheme of things. After all, the life you save just might be yours. <laughs> Think about that. All right, before I go on, I'm always talking about the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. Give them your support. I saw a little thing on uh, before I got into the chat room, supporting the Micro Effect. So give them your support. You know, like I said, don't ask what your activists can do for you. Ask how you can help your activists. How's that sound? Uh, you got ByeByeBlueSky.com. You got Brian396.com. You've got GagCanada.com. You've also got me here at AugmentInForce.com. Again, check out the places, check out the information, get educated, become more aware, get active. Check out those places. At my site, there's a catalog link. Feel free to access the catalog link. Um, check it out. Check out the links. Uh, if you need something, give me a shout. You've got the, um, you've got the triangles, you've got the repulsors, you've got the flash drive, you've got all kinds of things there. And I also do <laughs> I also do my um, consultations there as well. So again, feel free to give me a shout, independence at yahoo.com or give me a ring at 519-977-5351.
Alrighty. Um, guess apparently I'm getting people contacting me saying that uh, we lost the voice or lost the video audio. I don't know. Anyway, don't worry about it. I will have it up on another site uh, to talk about this stuff. So again, check it out. Um, check out the information that's out there. Go look at the sites. Start becoming more aware of the nano. Start becoming more aware of the nano. Start becoming more about nanobiology, nanomimetics. Start checking that out. Understand the nature of this planet is a predator-prey life we're living in. And you have an option. You can stay, you can be you can surrender as a prey, or you can get together with other people and become offensive. That's my thoughts. What do you think? <laughs> what would you like to do? Would you like to be served on a platter, or would you rather take a stand? That's my perspective on this on this matter. You know, we need to again take back what's ours and not allow this stuff. This technology we're heading into, we should seriously all be walking away from it. All of it. We should be handing in our cell phones. We should be handing in all this Blu-ray nonsense. Anything that has to do with the current technology today, we should be returning that back. <clears throat> and we should be cutting it off because this technology today is going to be the end of us. All of us. <clears throat> One way or another. You know, we've gotten used to the convenience of having a cell phone. Maybe we should go back to the landlines. You know, we've gotten the convenience of being entertained by the television. Maybe we should just turn the bloody thing off and throw away the TV. You know, we got, we've gotten entertained by, you know, the iPads and whatnot. Maybe we should, again, forget about that, too. You know, even our computers, instead of using a Wi-Fi network, you should be on cable. And you should be minimizing any blue uh, beam frequency coming out of your computer. And maybe we need to go back to something. Maybe we go back to books again. You know, as redundant and as retarded as that sounds, at least when you read a book, it didn't entrap you. It didn't exploit you. It wasn't experimenting on you. I mean, you could have, depending on what you read. But you weren't being infiltrated with technology with frequencies and, and nanobiology and nanomimetics that were growing inside your body to take you out. And then when you hear a frequency to wipe out your brain so that you will just walk into the den of a predator. You know, we never had that before. You look at our kids today, you look at the young millennials today, they're screwed. They are so inter intertwined with that tech. If you took away that tech, they would go to withdrawal. All right, we'll see you Tuesday. Till then, get with it. Get on it. Take care.